Hi everyone, welcome to the third official episode of my new podcast, The Power Is Mine. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much everybody for lending me your support and thank you for even just checking it out just to see if you just want to figure out what's going on. But today we're going to get into a little bit of a, well I find a funny topic because I've definitely had my fair share of experiences the og followers know (laughs) i was a wild one in my day back in my day back in my day but we're gonna get into the third episode (laughs) and it is called shame the slut (laughs) so you guys i specifically chose (laughs) oh my god i don't want to laugh Okay, I specifically chose this title and I wanted to talk about this topic because I feel like, um, you want to know what I really feel like? I feel like women tend to not really have as much grace to explore not only their sexuality, but their sensuality in society without being shamed for it. And I know um, the combat to that can be like, oh yeah, well, people talk about what men do, blah, blah, blah. And before I even get into anything, I would like to set the precedent that men are men, women are women. Um, So yes, it cannot necessarily be compared, but we also can't go through life pretending like there aren't ridiculous 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 double standards so i've always found there was a ridiculousness to double standards because i think i'm a person like i've realized just how badly it sends me over the edge i really 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 hate hypocrisy so anytime hypocrisy is present um it just really frustrates me and i think i try super hard outside of just everything to just not be a hypocrite i really hate the idea of hypocrisy because it's just very um i'm gonna talk about you for what you're doing but i don't want anybody to mention what i'm doing and that's why i always say um at one point i posted a youtube video about having strength of your convictions or in your convictions however you're supposed to say that statement because literally i'm the person that i don't really care what somebody else has going on because that's personally not my business and I'm a big um I'm just really big on if you don't want to be judged and don't judge people and also I feel like I can't necessarily be shamed for a lot of stuff because if I can stand on what I do then I'm taking the power away from you so so you're literally pointing the finger at me because you're going through whatever um issues in your own personal life so you want to feel superior to someone by trying to shame me trying to put me down and i'm taking the power away from you because child you don't mean anything to me so literally um i've always just hated hypocrisy because i say if you point a finger then another one's pointing back at you so if i'm doing something And I turn around and try to go out into the world and try to make somebody else feel really bad about doing the exact same thing. It's literally because I feel like shit within myself for doing what I'm doing. So now I would like for you to also feel shitty. How dare you feel good about yourself when I feel shitty? 
you know like so it, that's why i just really hate hypocrisy because i feel like <laughs> i was just watching um the podcast with jay shetty the episode um with chloe kardashian and she said if the whole world became five percent nicer the world would be a better place i feel like if the whole world everybody would just mind their damn business and not try to make others feel how they're feeling the world would be a better place because that's when it's just utterly ridiculous so to get into my topic um basically women do get shamed for exploring their sexuality or trying to learn the sensuality and especially when they're doing it in an open forum and i feel like men are so socialized to feel like um everything runs back to sex with them that there's a large lack of accountability when they do things that aren't good you get what i'm saying like they it's just always oh i can't control myself because you know men are sexual you know men this you know and then that and men 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 it just has to be sex we have to have sex we just gotta da, da, da. and blue balls this blue balls that and it's like it's quite ridiculous because i feel like as humans not the separation of men and women as humans everybody has desires everybody has urges everybody has intrusive thoughts and stuff like that and when you make it something where you're socializing a group of people to believe that they cannot control themselves that a lack of self-control is what makes them refer back to um, their gender so basically as men we just cannot control our sexual desires we just can't control it we're just animalistic we just have to like fuck down the place it's very ridiculous to me it's just basically trying to leave open room and lack of accountability for someone not behaving with self-control so um i definitely feel like everybody has to go through their own journeys in life and their own experiences in life on about so many different things and not just sexuality and sensuality about becoming a woman about becoming a man about learning to pay bills about becoming an adult about um having compassion for others about having um sense of direction in life like what do you want to do career-wise what do you want to leave as your impact on the earth and different stuff like that and when men grow they are force-fed this idea that they cannot control their sexual urges and women are force-fed the idea that if you do not repress your sexual urges then you are such a harlot such so wicked like burn her at the stake and it leaves not that much room for women to actually be pleased when it comes to the sexual front and it leaves not that much room for women to feel like they are taking charge of what they would like what they would like to request and what they want to be done to them so basically um and uh, <laughs> i'm gonna put another disclaimer um a lot of the times you guys will hear me say as a child as a child as a child because i've done a lot of um introspective type work and everything does stem back to childhood because we have to start as children and then we eventually reach adulthood but we have to be conditioned in that time before we reach adulthood before we reach um teenage years and stuff like that so um i remember that for a long time as a child, I was given 
basically the concept that sex was something that happens to women, not necessarily something that women participate in. And when I say that, I mean that it was very much like instead of telling women things will happen to you and it's not your fault and you can have some semblance of accountability in a situation but if somebody decides to act um, violently towards you it's not your fault still it isn't your fault because that's more on them than it is on you Um, as women we might tend to feel like oh you tend to take a sense of shame, a sense of guilt, if you act on your own sexual urges or if you are the victim of a situation, right? Because men are being taught to just act on their sexual urges and they're so animalistic that they just can't control themselves. And if something happens to a woman, I've noticed that I've I've told people about situations happening to me and the first question they asked me wasn't necessarily, are you okay? It was, what were you wearing? What were you doing? So um, growing up, I did tend to be hearing about sex in the terms of it's something that happens to women. Like, yeah, you just have sex with your husband. You just um, you can be raped or you can be molested or um, if this and that happens to you, then don't wear this. Don't behave this way. Don't be too open. Don't be too suggestive don't be this don't be that right so for the longest time I don't want to say I had a fear of men because I did feel more comfortable with male type friendships and um for a lot of the time I think I did to an extent have a little bit internalized misogyny because what I've realized is um we do realize or we kind of have to realize that as women to an extent, we have a disadvantage in society because it isn't really set up for women to excel and succeed a lot of the times. Now, in today's current day and age, the women are crushing it. They're killing it. But for the longest amount of time, women were seen as property of men or they were seen as just the wife, the mother, the daughter, the sister. Do you get what I'm saying? Just like, just you are your womanhood is in relation to who you can be as in like service or you are this man's wife you are this man's girlfriend Uh, for the longest time women couldn't even get a bank account without men right they couldn't go to school and you know different things of that nature so when you're living in a society like that and you're disadvantaged you tend to crave the power that the the oppressor has so i don't want this conversation to come off like i'm just like oh i hate men and oh um men are just so evil men are just so wicked all men are out to be rapists and this and that That is never what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say is that when you are in a society where you are disadvantaged and where it is believed that um you have less power or you're supposed to have less power because of your anatomy. You want to crave that power. You want to feel that level of equalness. So as a child, I did at certain times definitely have a little bit internalized misogyny. 
And I did at different times also feel a little bit more comfortable having male friends because I have realized that, um, truth be told, uh, friendships with women don't really tend to go over too well for me. And it's kind of always been like this. And it's been like this to the extent um, I've always been told I have an old soul, right? And not like... I'm always trying to be everyone's mother. I'm always trying to be the big sister. No, I would love to feel like I have a big sister figure in my life or like, you know, mother type figure in my life. But for the longest, for my friends, I've always been the advice friend, the mom type friend, right? And what I've come to realize that in my friendships with women, um, I have my own ideas about men from a lot of different places and stuff like that but it's not even just about having my own ideas about men it's about feeling like as a person you shouldn't allow certain things to happen to you and you shouldn't tolerate certain things you need to go into yourself and find the love for yourself and say I'm better than this fuck that person I'm not going to let nobody treat me like this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and to a certain extent, we all have to take accountability and we have to not allow ourselves to always be the victim of our story. Now, you can talk about what you go through, but then you also have to say, you know what? I'm going to stand up and I'm not going to take this bullshit no more. And I think a very big part of why I've been the way I've been is um watching my mother grow up and not take shit off of anybody for starters and then also watching the dynamic between my mother and my father and kind of watching how my father would kind of speak to me or how he would talk about women or treat women and I made up in my mind I will never let a man treat me how my father treats women that was literally like a script that I wrote myself as a child I said I will never let a man treat me how my father treats women So from me creating this script, now everybody has their own experiences in life and everybody has their own situations that they have to endure that will make them better, that could make them worse, that could break them, that could strengthen them. Everybody has their own situations and somebody can, two people can go through the exact same situation and they can have different responses to it. So it can create different things, right? And I could view it from a different perspective than per se a sibling viewed something, right? Or a friend viewed something. So when I watched the dynamic between my parents growing up and I started to write that script for myself, basically saying, I won't let any man treat me how my father treats women. Somebody else might have gone through... um, abuse in the home whether it be verbal physical whatever and their script could be not necessarily wanting to be treated abusively by men but kind of making excuses for it or allowing it not necessarily um having it in them to kind of like push back or stand up against men right and that's not making anybody worse or better than anybody in any situation but everybody responds to their situations differently in a previous podcast i spoke about the um 
the stimuli responses, right? So, and if it wasn't a podcast and it was my YouTube video. So basically you have fight or flight and you have fawn. So someone can feel like, okay, if I just do this and do that and do that and do that, then somebody will give me the love that I need or somebody will stop being abusive, stop being um, mean to me and stuff like that. And then I could have the fight response where I'm like, no, fuck that. Um, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to cuss you out. I'm going to fight you back. Uh, uh-uh. Don't ever think you're going to do that. And somebody else could have the flight where they just completely shut down. You know what I'm saying? And they just kind of take it. So... Where that all comes in of us being younger and writing our own scripts based off of our experiences. Um, as I wrote the scripts that I wasn't going to tolerate certain behaviors from anybody, let alone men. When I would get into friendships with women and I would see that they were going through certain things and they were telling me certain things. Now, I'm also a very solution oriented person. So. I've always had to be solution oriented because I've always said that my family around me are like daydreamers. Nobody was like realistic. Everybody was just giving Delulu, right? So I had to be the only one around that was solution oriented. Like I had to be willing to solve the problems. And maybe this did also put me in kind of a matured adult type role, or maybe it did put me in the kind of mothering type role. But when you have to find out how things are going to get fixed all the time you get used to being everybody's problem solver so for the longest i didn't understand that some people just like to vent and truth be told some people just like to complain <laughs> like like it is it's not necessarily bad but this is what i will say when it comes down to friendships um sometimes you have to acknowledge that you are draining your friends by consistently complaining about the same issue over and over and over and not wanting the solution and running back to the issue and then getting upset with the friend or turning on the friend when they try to give you solid advice. Like it's draining. And I can be there for you emotionally to hear you out, but so many times. After that, I'm going to be like, okay, sis, do you want to complain or do you want a solution? Like, I'm I'm not understanding what it is you want from me. So I, I'm a very blunt type person. And I don't ever mean to come off mean or judgmental or like I'm better than you or stuff like that. But I feel like love, truthfully... Love does not spare you. Now, I'm not talking about um, being real bullish. Like, bitch, you so fucking dumb. Why the fuck would you do that? You so stupid. I don't talk to people like that. Like, I don't I don't talk to people like that. I'll be like, okay, sweetheart, let's let's kind of like rationalize it a little bit. So you're telling me this and you're telling me that. And I'm trying to f- give you this solution. And it, you get what I'm saying? Not in a condescending type of way, but just really like, I just really want you to hear what you're saying to me and I want you to realize like how it don't make sense or I, I'm gonna say oh yeah that's that's messed up da, da, da. I'm gonna give you the advice and when I'm gonna be honest with you I feel like you really got like three times to come to me and complain about the same issue I'm not even gonna hold you like after that um I feel like I saw a saying at one point and it was like when you go to what was it what I think it was when you go to like a few people you want help when you go to like 
outside of that, you want attention. So I've come to realize some people are okay with playing the victim role. And sometimes you truly are the victim and that's okay. And sometimes you're being manipulated. Sometimes you're scared to leave. Sometimes you're going through this and you're going through that. But for me, my issues in my um, relationships, like not relationships, but friendships with women is I always manage to get the blowback for being the friend that's trying to give rational advice. And I've even heard from somebody at one point that you just need to sit and listen and just be there for me and just be a friend and like, or people going to do what they want to do. So you just got to let them, um, after a certain point, I don't feel like that's love on my part for me to know that you're going through something so vile and I'm just sitting up and just, oh yeah, girl. mm -hmm, Okay. Right. I don't think that's okay. So at the end of the day, I'm going to try to give you the best advice I can. I'm going to, out of love, want better for you. But sometimes people don't want better for themselves. So it's hard for me to watch somebody consistently go through something and not want change from it or to want to stay in that victim role or to not be able to just stand up for themselves. And it's not even just about, oh, I'm the friend that's always all up in your business and I'm trying to ruin your relationship and I'm just miserable because I'm not a relationship. No, I choose to be single. Like, <laughs> I choose to be single because a lot of these relationships are not happy. It's just f- for a front or just so you can have somebody there to pay bills or just so you can say you got somebody. A lot of these relationships do not be happy. And that's why when people try to shame me about... Um, not being in a relationship or you must be crazy. I mean, I am a little crazy. I'll give y'all that. Um, or, oh, you just don't want me to have nobody. Girl, that's why I say in so many friendships with women, please don't tell me your business. Please don't tell me your business. Please don't tell me when it comes down to your man doing this, your man doing that, your man cheating on you, your man doing this and do that. Because when I give you the advice to leave that nigga and you keep running back to him and then you keep it's not about you running back to him. It's about you consistently wanting to put me through the emotional turmoil of having to listen to what you're going through. And you're trying to force it upon me to listen to what you're going through and want me to keep giving you advice and you keep running back. Bitch, leave me alone. That's when it comes to that point. Because why are you forcing me to hear what you're going through and you don't want to leave? And I'm telling you, I don't want to hear that. But you're going to force me to listen, to be your friend? Bitch, I don't want to be your friend no more. Right? So when I was younger and creating those scripts about I won't let a man treat me this way, I won't let a man treat me that way, I won't let this happen and that happen, it's just really hard for me to watch it around me, people going through hell. It's really hard because it's like, oh my God, girl, all the niggas in the world and you letting that one ain't shit ass nigga do you crazy. Or like you could be by yourself if ain't even about niggas. But I've come to realize a whole lot of people aren't comfortable with just being by themselves or a whole lot of people have the script of feeling like they need a man to do this and need a man to do that. And they don't want to like that's why you have to empower yourself. That's why you have to have the strength to stand alone, to be okay with being alone and figure it out and like just it's okay to sometimes just fall on your face it's okay to not have a man it's okay to have an empty bed 
it's okay to just love yourself so much that you don't want anybody else around because i've hit a point where yes sometimes i feel like oh i might want somebody i want some cootie cat <laughs> i might feel like i want a little you know what I'm saying? or i might feel like okay i might want to deal with a guy here or there but i love myself so much more than having to tolerate someone else like I feel like when you hit the point when you love yourself so much, sometimes it's hard to welcome other people in knowing that they're going to do this and do that and put you through this and put you there. Fuck no. I could do bad all by my damn self. And that's nothing I used to hear my mama say all the time. I could do bad all by my damn self. What is the purpose in me having somebody and being miserable when I could be miserable by myself? Like, what is the purpose in that? I just don't see the purpose. So when that would go on... um, I would just find myself just a little bit more comfortable. And I'm, I mind you, I grew up real tomboyish. So guys were attracted to me, yes, but I wasn't like, they didn't find me like drop dead gorgeous. I wasn't wearing the tight clothes. I wasn't having weave in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just wearing my fat ass twist and my big ass clothes and they just saw me as one of the boys, right? So now I'm hanging around all these guys and yes, I was kind of making um, a few comments or whatever that I, now I look back on it, I see could be giving internalized misogyny but then also what i do realize a lot of the time um i don't like how people try to impose impose upon women the the need for a man right like i believe in a family system i believe like yeah i want mom dad and da 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 but i watched a video the other day on tiktok where it said the nuclear family type is actually not healthy now if if i was able to find that tiktok and refer you guys to it i would but basically like it's just not realistic a lot of the time and what i will say is i can have love for the idea of being in a relationship with a man and i could have love for the idea of of wanting to commit to a man but if I'm raised with the mentality to think about my wedding, to think about my wedding dress, to think about how many kids I want to have, to think about um, how I want to do my hair and my makeup, and a man is raised with the idea of cars, how many women can I fuck until I can't fuck them no more, um, what career do I want to have, what is this, what it, like, we're just not given the same ideologies. So I feel like a lot of the time, as women we're not taught that we are the prize now i'm not saying this in regards to no don't have a man da, 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 and i know some people might hear this and be like that lesbian bitch what does she know <laughs> but i have not always been lesbian y'all. i have not always been gay i mean i've always been a little gay but i just never just acted on it but i'm not i i i went the route i experimented with men and stuff like that but for me when it comes to intellectually or emotionally I personally don't feel like it is intelligent to pursue somebody that is like not interested in being with you romantically for real for real. Like why am I romantically pursuing someone whose main goal is just to have sex with me for as little as possible? They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. They don't want to be there for me emotionally. They don't want to be there for me financially. They they want to embarrass me. Um, what is the purpose in that? Now, I'm not saying that that couldn't happen in a relationship between two women. But a lot of men are conditioned to actually not 
I, truth be told, a lot of men don't really like women. I feel like they just have sex with women. They don't necessarily like women. And this could take get taken however the fuck y'all want to take it. But that's really what I feel. Like, there's a lack of respect for women. There's a lack of genuine care for women. There's a lack of wanting to connect romantically with women. It's just like, okay, this is the person that's going to be the the maid and the sex slave. So when I saw it as that concept for a lot of the time, I still love the idea of men. I love men. Like Cher said, I love men. Like I, I love them. But the question is, do men love me? So to consistently try to pursue a love from someone that doesn't want to give it to you, for me, it just not, it, it isn't smart, right? This is not what pushed me to deal with women. I've always liked women since I was probably like in elementary or middle school. I just never acted on it because I just did not feel comfortable with it. In my family, it just they didn't make me any better about it, right? So overall, um, when I was given the ideologies, basically like sex just happens to women. Like truth be told, I'll just give it to y'all like this. My mom had been through a lot in her life and she would literally sit me down and make me watch Lifetime movies. And basically like make me watch the rape scenes. Make me watch the kidnapping scenes. Make me watch the abuse scenes. And say if you were this, this is what's going to happen. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. So the the mentality I started to kind of have was like. It's always going to be my fault if something happens. Right? And it's it's never going to really be the man's fault. Because men are just men. And men are going to do what they do. And you as the woman, it's all on you to make sure that a man does not harass you, doesn't assault you, doesn't abuse you. It's on you, opposed to the man holding that accountability. So even despite having this conditioning from um, childhood, I still wanted to deal with men. So that's why I say like, me saying all of this isn't to say, oh, that's why I'm scared of men. I don't fuck with men. Men are, no, it's not that. My own learned experiences have just made me be like yeah i love men attracted to men Uh, do i really care to keep dealing with them not really (laughs) so basically um my experience of sexuality and sensuality came in the most unlikely of places or whatever right so i went through all of childhood just kind of my mom was just dressing me really tomboyish right and I was just always one of the guys so I would have crushes on guys but they would not have the crushes on me they would be like oh she ugly like they they did me bad that's why (laughs) that's why like it's funny to be somebody that no one really well people had crushes on me but just not the people I wanted right so it's funny to have like be on the pipeline of um, not really physically attractive, and then just suddenly you're va va voom and everybody's on your body. Like, it's just really weird, right? So at the end of the day, um, I didn't start to feel like I was really attractive until I was about 15, or like I got to Florida and I was able to dress like a girl. I'm not talking about dress sexually. I'm talking about just dress like a girl, like put on dresses and stuff like that. Now I've worn stuff like that in my childhood, but I mean, just have my own sense of identity outside of my mother. Because my mother had been through her own traumas and a lot of the time she tended to impose them on me. 
So me just being aware of that, um, I got to just experience myself and start to feel myself a little bit more. When I got to Florida, I just started to feel different. Like people didn't regard me as, um, what's it called? Just like the little boy or anymore, like as the dyke, they like saw me as a girl and they saw me as pretty and you know, just stuff like that. So when I was 15, I started to feel a little bit more comfortable with myself, a little bit prettier and stuff like that. And I can't lie to y'all. I've always had a raunchy ass mouth. I'm not going to lie. Anybody that used to follow my old Twitters knows like I've always been a little bit raunchy and that's just who I am. It's not like it meant to like garner attention. It's not meant to just like be a jackass, but I like I kind of have a gritty type sense of humor. I'm very Dave Chappelle. I grew up on Boondocks and Dave Chappelle show and Eddie and Charlie Murphy. Like that's just kind of my sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? So I have kind of dialed it back a little bit and I like, I just kind of stay off Twitter now and stuff like that. And it's still in there, but I just don't really like show as much of my personality because people are so fucking extra because half the time I ain't gonna hold y'all. A lot of these women don't have personality like it's disgusting i'm not gonna hold y'all so a lot of and it's it's a lot based around how society has done it society is very vain um they make people feel like everything is all about looks and people focus less on their internal and more on their external so it's all about the looks and then you lack personality you lack the intelligence you lack stuff like that and that's why i'm very big on people making sure they work on their personality, making sure they work on their intelligence, making sure they work on their inner beauty opposed to their outer beauty. Because you could get yourself together on the outside, but you disgusting on the inside. You know what I'm saying? So it's better to be a better person. And a lot of women, a lot of men too, Liz is not a woman bashing episode. Um, a lot of men too lack personality, but the exterior is all there. So when I would show my personality and stuff like that, everybody always kind of had an issue with it. And I know I'm a little bit raunchy, but at the end of the day, like, basically me and Cardi B got the same type of sense of humor. <laughs> and I went from being in Georgia, being in Atlanta, and nobody being attracted to me, for real, for real, like getting bullied and stuff like that, to being in Florida and now everybody on my body and it's like oh the new girl oh my god she's so pretty she's from Atlanta and you know what I'm saying stuff like that so I immediately I mind you I'm still a virgin around this time I didn't have sex until I was I think 17 so I started to get slut shamed before I even had an opportunity to have sex do anything sexual whatsoever I was getting slut shamed because it all fell back onto jealousy from other women. And I went from being the supposed ugly duckling and nobody really cares for me to now being the new girl where everybody on my body, everybody thinks I'm pretty, everybody, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, they started rumors about me. They started to say, oh, well, she's from Atlanta. You don't know if she got bodies already and da 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 whole time I never even had a boyfriend. <laughs> never had no type of experiences mommy wasn't going for it guys didn't really like me for real for real or i didn't feel comfortable enough in my looks to feel like a guy really liked me i felt like they were trying to play tricks on me when they tried to ask me out <laughs> that's how fucked up it was y'all <laughs> so at the end of the day um 
it was just a whole different vibe and a whole different experience but i was getting slut shamed in florida before i even got the chance to have sex like i barely even had good kisses let alone having sex with people so for me um now before i make this statement i don't want anybody to feel like this is blaming cardi i love cardi down and i think i've heard people make certain comments about cardi and i'm like you know what people's biggest problem is they don't want to raise their own kids if you so worried about somebody else being a bad role model to your kids you need to be a good role model to your kids so a lot of the time um people aren't somebody that their children could look up to that's why i'm very big on be the change that you want to see and i'm not gonna go when i have children yeah their influences will be whatever they are in the media just only god knows when because when i have kids only god knows what the status of the media and stuff like that will be who the celebrities will be at the time but i'm going to try my best to be the best possible example that i can be for my children so it's not a celebrity's job to babysit my fucking child it's not a celebrity's job to do this and do that it's their job to live their own life everybody should live their own fucking life and live in their authentic self but what i did feel when i was around that age um i started to see cardi on instagram and stuff like that because i just i created my instagram around like the end of me being 15 and shit like that right there's a fucking spider in this car yo. oh my gosh so when i saw cardi and i was experiencing so much slut shaming and so much persecution it felt like um i would see the discourse around cardi and i would see people talking shit about cardi and i'll feel like oh my gosh there's there's somebody that's just like me somebody that can understand me somebody that people are bullying somebody that people are shaming for the same type of things because she's just being authentic she's just being herself she's just cracking her jokes she just has her own sense of humor and people are fucking with her about it so i feel like i connect to cardi and um that wasn't me becoming cardi that was me feeling like oh i find myself in cardi right so i was just like okay if they gonna call me a hoe okay whatever because this is what i'll say sticks and stones may break your bones but words can never hurt you is a bullshit ass lie words do hurt people stop being bullies stop being mean to people stop trying to make yourself feel better about yourself by putting the next person down because words do hurt people words make people kill themselves when i was in middle school a boy that i know killed himself because he was getting bullied and it broke my heart and people the way they saw me breaking down crying we weren't the best of friends or anything like that but this was a boy that i saw in the hallways and i spoke to and he seemed so jovial all the time and he ended up killing himself because he was getting bullied and it just was too much. So you never know what people are going through and you want to be a bully. You never know what people are going through and you want to fuck with people. So I have always been going through shit in my life. I'm not even going to hold you. Like when I talk to my brother about it, we literally have had such hard lives and we have happy or decent moments. We've like we can take the joy from this and that 
but we have literally just made this struggle and shit look good like we we've been struggling our whole lives like we've been bouncing house to house the longest we ever stayed anywhere was probably like five to six months we don't have a child at home we grew up wearing hand-me-downs we couldn't afford this we couldn't afford that half the time the lights in the water was off we was living in a car we was living in hotels we, we just always been fucking going through it there were points where we had to steal food like we just always fucking going through it so people didn't know that because we were never really broadcasting it for real for real and then eventually we would get comfortable and tell jokes about it on some like kevin hart laugh at my pain shit but people didn't know what we was going through so if i was going through so much hell and then now i get to florida and now this and that like now y'all bullying me it god forbid if i was to do something to myself it would be oh my god we have to be so much nicer to people i can't believe she would do that no people need to stop being fucking evil and wicked and bullies that's what like i've been bullied like my whole fucking life y'all because when you bounce school to school to school and you're tiny you're the smallest one in the class you're just the easiest target so i've made videos before for instagram and stuff like that where i'm like you know what i actually appreciate the fact that i got bullied because it made me have character because a lot of those people that i know that were bullying me or that just had everything and they they had all the jordans they had all the the new drops for nike they had this and they had that they don't have no fucking character like they're soulless they they don't have no personality for real for real their whole personality is how expensive their clothes are they just they're lame like they're really lame for real for real so that's what happens when people talk about you peaked in high school or middle school if you just that lame you peak in middle school you peak in high school like yeah you don't got nothing else to you but the the outfit that you got on like you're ridiculous so at the end of the day um i was getting slut shamed before i even had the chance to be a slut if i wanted to be (laughs) i was going through it and it would just hurt my feelings and break my heart so fucking bad because i'm just like bro i'm not doing anything but when i would see cardi and she'd be like a hoe never gets cold and this and that that." i was just like okay i'm gonna flip it on as so people would be like you such a hoe you such a slut and I'll be like, okay, if that's what you feel like. And they'll be like, oh, what? Because they're like, see, she didn't, she didn't deny it. She didn't deny it. So it like further their agenda. But whole time I was just slipping their shit back on them because bitch, you ain't, you not going to get no power off of me, bitch. Fuck you. You not going to feel like you could just break my spirit, break my soul by calling me a hoe. Girl, fuck you. Okay. At least I'm not no dummy bitch for no nigga. Because my biggest thing is... And it furthered the agenda, right? The the slut-shaming agenda, right? When I started to actually have sex. Because my biggest thing is, um, if somebody is not treating me right, why would I stay with them? Like, what what is their... What, just logically. Um, now, this goes back to the script that I set for myself as a child. I will never let a man treat me so-and-so ways. But if somebody is not treating me right, there is no logical reason in my head for me to stay with them. Especially if I'm young, I'm lit, pretty as fuck. Like, why am I staying with this person that's treating me wrong? This person doesn't see my value. So why am I going to try to prove my value to this person? I don't have to do that. The next person will see my value. Or I could be by myself and know my value for myself. So that just was the biggest thing for me. And when I was in high school and I started having sex around like 17, 
I mind you, this is we'll lay out this foundation, right? I came to the school and off rip, I started talking to the finest nigga at the school. <laughs> and that did a little something for my confidence because it's like, what? This nigga a model and everybody want him? Oh yeah, I see why the bitches hating. Fuck y'all. So that already created the drama and the rumors because nobody knew my background supposedly whole time had been a virgin my whole fucking life. Like didn't do nothing. I probably had one sloppy kiss when I was around like seven years old. I don't even know the fucking age. Probably younger. I don't know. Younger, older. Who knows? But never did nothing with nobody. Um, and now I start talking to the, the finest nigga in the school or one of the prettiest guys in the school. Right. Real pretty boy. I ain't saying no names. But if y'all went to the high school that I went to, then you know exactly who I started talking to first. Go around before everybody else. You know who it was. <laughs> ponytail ponytail fine ass light skin boy <laughs> twin brother yeah that one so um if you ever listen to this podcast i guarantee he'll be smiling but we never did anything besides kissing like he was just cute but just something in my that's why you gotta listen to your good i don't know something was telling me don't fuck with that boy like i don't know something just told me don't don't give him no cootie something told me and i was just like no don't give him no cootie so i never did that but i started dating him first and then i was just like i think i came to find out he was messing around with hella girls and i was just like nah bruh no thank you um so i was just like no fuck him and then i started talking to this other guy and this is where the onslaught of cyberbullying really started to happen. And I've had, I mind you, these girls have all of DM me and talk about, I'm so sorry for treating the way I treated you. And this and that and that and that. And I'm just like, okay, cool, thanks. Because, bitch, like, it, it really don't take that much to not be a bad person. It don't take that much, in my opinion, to not be a bully. I done been through so much in life and I still don't try to take it on other people. So um basically the onslaught of bullying came from the next that i started talking to because i was told that he by him that he was single that he had broken up with this girl that he wasn't messing with her no more that it was this it was that and then okay call me naive but if somebody tell you something like are you so wrong to believe them so basically he told me he wasn't messing with this girl no more they're not together blah blah blah, blah. and i started dealing with him and then here come the onslaught of bullying and shit like that because the girl's supposed half sister blah 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 or the girl's ex just, the dude's ex and just it was just weird like, they started trying to fuck with me and fuck with me and fuck with me. And I'm a person, if you're going to keep trying to talk shit, I'm going to just ask you, do you want to fight? I ain't going to hold you. Like, I don't do the shit talking all day thing. And I've started to even be, like, on some quiet quitting, ghosting type vibes with people. Because I'm not going to sit up and argue with nobody about what the fuck they doing. And then they try to justify how they fucked up and all this other shit. I ain't got the energy in me no more. So... I don't argue with people. I don't because I I, I really tussle. I ain't gonna hold y'all. <laughs> I really get down, so I don't argue with people. Cause I'm gonna just be like, "Bitch, do you want to fight?" And I'm just take your ass up through there. So I would be like, "Do you want to fight?" And they would be like, "You're not gonna fight so and so. Like, if you fight her, 
I'm going to jump in. I ain't going to let you touch her. I would get DMs from like strangers talk about they her cousin and they going to jump in the fight if we fight. I'm just like, oh, that bitch must can't fight. And y'all, <laughs> y'all just know that. But then also I beat, beat somebody up at that school. So I wonder if it was also like, a, okay, we don't see how that bit tussle. We, we can't let you fight by yourself because you're going to go outside. So it just was so much different shit. And they would just fuck with me and fuck with me and fuck with me, getting all this slut shaming. Because at the end of the day, all these niggas want to talk to me. And bitch, I'm young. Like, I don't give a fuck. And then also on top of that, like, I would just kind of be freely just talking about, like, just, you know, Twitter. Like, everybody done trolled a little bit on Twitter. So I would say, like, little random ass shit. Be like, oh, I want some dick. <laughs> y'all, I used to be bugging and wilding. I ain't gonna hold y'all bugging and wilding because it goes back to like my mom always making sex seem like something that happened to women so before i even started having sex i've always had a raunchy ass mouth because i was just being funny like that was just my sense of humor but then also i when i started to engage in sex i wanted it to be more like a i'm a willing participant in this this is not something that's happening to me like this is not a man conquering me i'm enjoying the sex i chose to have the sex i'm not like this and that right so i just kind of took on a little bit of a persona before i even have started having sex that like i was the i was going to be in control and stuff like that right and just to kind of combat all of the conditioning that my mom had did as a child so when i did actually um now, I would just, like, flirt with guys here and there, but never do anything. And then come to find out a lot of these guys would end up lying on me, saying I was doing this and saying I was doing that. So it just kept furthering this whole slut-shaming campaign against me. And when I did finally end up losing my virginity to the um, guy that I started talking to that, I guess, lied to me about still dealing with the girl... Oh my God, y'all, it was terrible. It was terrible, terrible, terrible. Like, I might as well have been bumping coochies with a girl. <laughs> it was like, and it pissed me off in the sense that because I had had my mom conditioning me for so long, feeling like sex was something to be so terrified of, and men conquer women, and um, like... It wasn't, I wasn't going to be an active participant. Sex was just something that was going to happen to me. I couldn't actually enjoy sex as a woman. When I ended up having sex with this boy and it was just like bumping coochies, like it was just so ridiculous. I was pissed. I was like shaking and he was, I guess he felt like he was just doing it in. No, I was shaking out of anger because I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. This, this is fucking ridiculous. Like I was going off. <laughs> <laughs> I was going off, yeah, I was going off, I was going off. So, I ended up going and complaining to like a male friend that I had, and he was like, "Well, if that was the case, and you could just fuck me." And I was like, "Well, bet that up." <laughs> so, I wasn't beating the allegations, y'all. I was not beating the allegations. Sorry. I wasn't beating the allegations. So, at the end of the day, I ended up dealing with him, and then Somebody said some wild ass shit like a train happened and it wasn't even 24 hours. I was just like, bro, what? Like it was just all type of random ass shit that happened. Just just all type of crazy ass shit. And I was like, what, bro? I just had sex. 
I just lost my virginity and it was terrible. So I complained to my friend. My friend said, okay, let me handle that. And we did what we did. And then it was just like, oh my gosh, now it's spread all over the fucking school. She's a whore. She's a slut bucket. And it was just like, okay, so tell me now with this. If I start talking to this one guy and I come to find out that he's fucking everybody and their mama, I'm not going to lose my virginity to him. It's just, that would be dumb, in my opinion. Um, Now I start dealing with this next guy and I lose my virginity to him and it's terrible. Why am I staying with him? And then come to find out all these people are bullying me about him. So now I'm what I'm about to be up in arms about a nigga with a with a dick the size of a pinky. Now I go deal with my friend and come to find out he literally wasn't my friend because right after we had sex, whole personality flipped. That's what I be saying about niggas. Like it's just weird. Um whole personality flip. He going around talking shit. I mean, talking to the first guy I talked to that we didn't know with talking to the first guy I talked to, talk about that's why she fucked me and she ain't fuck you. Like just doing too much like embarrassing me embarrassing a guy am i supposed to still keep having sex with him while he's talking crazy about me being disrespectful so that's why i be saying when it comes down to logic like logical wise what am i supposed to do besides move on from these guys i'm supposed to keep fucking with them because what i'm scared to have more than one body more than two bodies come on now y'all fucking ridiculous that's what i say about like the whole getting caught up in body counts the whole getting caught up in um she's fucking everybody um why would i stay messing with people that are showing me they don't respect me showing me they don't give a fuck about me and then on top of that the sex ain't even good like why am i staying with them what is the point so after that I still was just popping my shit, talking my shit on Twitters and stuff like that. But I was more kind of low key about who I decided to like fuck with and stuff like that. But literally, people will shame you out of having your own experiences sexual wise because they're not okay with being open and honest about it. Or they've been conditioned to feel like, um, oh, if I have sexual desires, I have to hide them. And like, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know how many girls I've known? in school that was trying to shame me trying to cyber bully me that my guy friends could tell me had fucked the whole crew they would be telling people oh i got this i got one body i got two bodies and whole time they they we know for a fact they fucked at least six or ten people like but that's where it comes in for me about hypocrisy i hate people who try to shame the next person for living their life out loud and then you are just as like you live in the same way I'm living but you just pretending not to I don't like that I really really hate it and I think that's why I've always kind of had I guess the strict sense of justice I don't know if it's like a ADHD autism type thing whatever I don't know but um the strict sense of justice where it comes down to um bitch I'm gonna expose you for trying to expose me like bitch shine the light on you let's talk about what you got going on because you in my fucking business so I dealt with so much slut shaming, so much cyberbullying. At this point, y'all, it really ain't too much shit too tough that anybody could say to me that's going to make me, oh my God. Like, no. Like, y'all, if y'all wouldn't follow me back in those days, if y'all went to high school with me, then you know I done got called every name in the fucking book. And what I can say is I appreciate those people. So, yes, haters, yes, bullies, 
um i'm saying thank you i appreciate y'all for making me stronger as a person because all the slut shaming that you guys did while i was just trying to experience myself while i was just trying to move on from bad situations while i was just trying to find out what my sexuality was trying to just do this and do that um i appreciate y'all y'all made me a stronger person y'all made my skin a little bit tougher you know and when it comes into the terms of sexuality opposed to sensuality i didn't feel like because you know i had not really been confident about my body um as you guys can see i'm very muscular um i've been told i look like a man i've been told all type of different random ass shit which is dumb as fuck because now that i look back on the girls that was trying to body shame me they built like bell peppers now when it comes down to people being whatever body shape that they are it goes back to what i'm saying about hypocrisy and about money your fucking business so i'm wrong if i tell you that you're built like a bell pepper but you're not wrong if you tell me that i'm so muscular that i look like a man like body shaming is body shaming so my biggest thing is just leave people the fuck alone like leave people the fuck alone if you don't want me talking about your weight don't talk about mine don't talk about oh my god you're so skinny do you ever eat i'm gonna say oh my god you're so big you need to stop eating like you know what i'm saying but now i'm wrong when i say it right so that's why i say if you don't want nobody talking about you don't talk about nobody else and when i open my mouth to speak it's because quite frankly i really could give a fuck what anybody else got to say like it like i said ain't too much a bitch could say that it's just gonna really just break my spirit and hurt my fucking feelings like it ain't too much a bitch could say i ain't gonna hold y'all so at the end of the day um i had kind of felt insecure about my body for a little bit and i mind you i didn't really start feeling actually pretty until i was about 15 until i moved to florida so now we have um endured all this slut shaming all that other different shit right and now fast forward to the time where i'm i had gotten my first apartment and i thought i was gonna lose my first apartment and i made a promise to myself after i left my dad's house that i would never be homeless again <laughs> fast forward to 2023 now <laughs> look at what happens when you make promises to yourself whatever because i'm currently homeless but um in that time i made a promise to myself i think i was around like 18 that i would never be homeless again after i left my dad's house and i was like um working at target um they didn't really give a fuck about me telling them that i was about to lose my place they they didn't care about cutting my hours in half and just different shit like that and i was like i'm not gonna lose my place i'm gonna go start stripping and oddly enough when i started stripping i started to develop my sensuality now i had been told my whole freaking life that i couldn't dance i didn't make the dance team in high school i was in ballet at one point and mommy had to take me out because she couldn't afford it like i i never had the opportunity to truly feel like i could be in that outlet and just turn up and be myself and it was odd to me that people um in the club would tell me oh my god you dance so good you dance so i thought they were lying to me i thought they were cracking jokes off of me i thought they was being funny because i never got to really feel um sexy i never got to feel sensual i never got to feel like i could truly dance for real for real. everybody would always be um stopping me before i could even really start like oh my god you're so and not even give me a chance to try or learn so when i got to the club and i started to kind of like dance slow and stuff like that i started to develop this sensuality and it started to build my confidence a little bit more right it started to make me feel 
sexy. It started to make me see myself in a different light and started to make me appreciate my body, appreciate myself, like different stuff like that. So, and then I guess the the amount of money I was making helped too, you know? So on top of all of that, um, I got to explore my sensuality. So when I started to like explore myself through sex and stuff like that, I did realize that for a while I was using sex as a pacifier in my life for all that I was going through. I was just like, oh, I just want to have sex. I just want to feel something. And um, going back to like the point with guys, I do realize that a lot of guys are in the same bracket. Like they're using sex as a pacifier to all their other issues. They're not working through anything. They're just trying to release that energy through sex. They're not trying to go to therapy. They're not trying to talk through feelings. They're not trying to this. They're not trying to that. Because as men, they're even conditioned outside of just being like, oh, we're animals that can't control our sexual urges. They're conditioned to suppress their emotions. So, excuse me. Um, yeah, like I, I was using sex as just like an outlet. I would just be like, oh, I'm feeling this. Let me just go have sex. Um, like, so I became a little bit of a sex addict. And then on top of that, for a while I did, I, when I was younger, I did watch a lot of porn. So I don't want to say I had like a porn addiction, but I wanted to say that I was just intrigued by porn. It would just be kind of funny to me. Truth be told, it would be less of watching it for the sex and it would be more like trying to watch the skits at the beginning where they just are so fucking ridiculous and just goofy. So I would be laughing at it like it was comedy skits. But I did watch a whole lot of porn and stuff like that. And I know that for a little bit when I was younger, I did have a sense of like wanting to perform for men i guess in me that's why i was like i've been a pick me before i've been um what's it called had internalized misogyny and i also it wasn't necessarily pick me about it i feel like because my mom had given me the idea of sex as something that happens to women i said no i'm gonna be doing the fucking <laughs> or like no i'm i'm gonna do the bending you got like basically like that so i have been told i'm a little bit of a wild animal <laughs> when it comes down to sex but it's just kind of because like I want to enjoy it so I feel like as a woman you should be allowed to express your sexuality your sensuality through healthy means you should be able and you will figure out what that is for you but women should be allowed to feel like they are willing participants in sex like they're doing this and doing that and I've actually had guys try to slut shame me in the midst of saying oh my god excuse my French you fuck so good like you must be a hoe I'll be like bro what but if I was just laying here, you would you would have an issue. So like it's just never you never win with men. I ain't gonna hold you. You never fucking win. So at the end of the day, um when I started to have sex and I just experienced sex with different people, I experienced different sizes, different st- stuff. Like I, I recognize what I liked, what I don't like, like what size I'm okay with, like just different stuff like that, right? And I feel like that was a healthy thing for me because I can request what I want. I can know what I want. I can know, don't touch me like that. Touch me like this. Do it like that. Slow down. Speed up. Right? And I'm not telling everybody, oh, just go fuck down the place so you can figure out what you want and figure out what guys. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is be okay with requesting what you want be okay with seeking your satisfaction because if you lay down to have sex with a man and the biggest um goal in that session is just for him to get his nut off and then you just lay there with a wet stomach or a wet back sis like 
No, ask for what you want. Tell them, touch me like this. Speed it up. Slow it down. Chill out. Do this, do that. Cock your leg up. Like, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, it just becomes so frustrating when um, I see that women are very bashing of other women who are comfortable within their sexuality and then come to find out a lot of women are upset because they just aren't comfortable in their sexuality they don't know how to ask for what they want they feel like they should just be laying there and just left with a wet stomach or a wet back like i'm not doing that i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna be on the tippy toes i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that like you know what I'm, saying? I'm gonna go crazy this is the rodeo this is my show yeah and I've realized that if for some guys, it makes them scared of me. For other guys, it makes them feel like they're less of a man. They, I've been told, oh my God, you just fucked me. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Ain't that supposed to be what's supposed to happen? But, you know, some because I've realized that a lot of guys, they like to try to take their power by having sex. Like, they, they want to feel like, oh, I just conquered you. So, I guess they feel emasculated when I conquer them, supposedly. Wink, wink. <laughs> So, at the end of the day, um, as long as you're healthily exploring your sexuality and your sensuality, it's a good thing. Don't let nobody slut shame you. Like, be Lori Harvey to these niggas, because that's damn sure how I am. To these niggas and these bitches. Like, I ain't gonna hold y'all. I'm a love a girl for the bitches. <laughs> I love, like, I love women. I, it's just a different standard with women. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I ain't gonna hold y'all. First girlfriend did me in. But what I will say is, um, if somebody not treating you right, move the fuck on. You know how many people there are on this fucking earth? Go just go pick you up a new nigga. If one nigga ain't doing it, get you a one that will. And if you can't find you a nigga that will, just stay by yourself. Get your money up. Study some books. Figure some shit out about life. Go take a walk. But don't let these niggas treat you crazy. Just because you feel like there's a shortage, there is not a shortage on niggas. Niggas come like the city bus. It's like, come on now. That's what, like, I be really saying it from a loving place. And then women always turn on me. Because I don't know. We all got daddy issues, y'all. And I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a, another pod about like daddy issues and shit like that. We all got fucking daddy issues. But don't let your daddy issues make you be performative for men make you feel like oh i gotta take this gotta take that make you feel like the man is the prize make you feel like you're just trying to work towards being married like girl stop romanticizing the idea of being married because then any little man that come along and shows you any speck of attention you feel like that's gonna be your husband no romanticize the idea of somebody treating you right somebody respecting you Somebody being intellectual, teaching you things. Somebody having care for you. Somebody caring what you have going on. Somebody caring how you feel. Don't romanticize the idea of the marriage or you will just up and want to marry any man that comes in your life. Any man that gives you any breadcrumb of attention. So I feel like when it comes down to sexuality and sensuality, every woman needs to try to explore that. Figure out what she like. Feel yourself a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Learn to feel yourself. So you stop feeling these niggas. Fuck these niggas, man. Fuck these niggas. But that's it. That's what it is. So don't let nobody slut shame you. Tell them, bitch, let's pull up your history. Let's pull up your Carfax. Funk asshole. (laughs) Let's pull up your fucking Carfax, bitch. But yeah, y'all. Yeah.
Don't let nobody make you feel bad for moving on. Be Lori Harvey to these niggas. Fuck these niggas. And on that note, y'all, see you in the next pod. Love you. Bye.